the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Ready? It's time for Milberger's Gardening, South Texas. Two hours of gardening facts and fun with Dr. Jerry Parsons and Dr. Calvin Finch. To be a part of the show, call 308-8867. That's 308-8867. Or toll free at 866-308-8867. And now, live from Milberger's Landscape and Nursery at 1604 and Bulverde Road, here's your host, Milton Blake. Good afternoon. Welcome to Millburgers Gardening South Texas on 930 AM. The answer. Milton Glick along with Dr. Calvin Finch and Dr. Jerry Parsons here on the porch at Millburgers on a beautiful uh, Saturday afternoon. We encourage you to come on by and uh, ask your gardening questions in person. Someone's asking uh, stink bug questions to Calvin right now. So uh, uh, we'll, uh, we'll wait and find out what the answer was. We're on the air. We're on the air. We're on the air. Uh, Trace has uh, got a plant of the weekend this week, so we'll find out what's going on about that. Ann Schiller is uh, going to try to make it by the show today about 1230 to uh, talk about this year's 22nd annual Festival of Flowers. So all these things are coming up. Time to do that again. It is time to do that again. It sounds like it's going to be another great Festival of Flowers. She'll fill us in on all the stuff that's happening. Uh, We got a little rain last night. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so we need our rain rangers to uh, give us a call at 210-308-8867 and tell us how much rain we got. Uh, did you, do you measure no, it? Oh, yeah. I got, I got uh, about an inch and a half. That's good. You know, it's funny. Um, remember I bought those little pallets of sod? Uh-huh. Uh, well, a couple of them didn't get put anywhere, and then they just browned up, and I was too lazy to throw them away. And with the rain... <laughs> they came back. They're huh? greening up. Yeah, isn't that funny? <laughs> Is they, it Saint Augustine? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So I don't know. I can't tell you how long it was dormant for, or just looked dead, but it came back. So now it's not fully, but it's uh, it's good. And uh, <laughs> back at the station, they want us to remind you that today is National Naked Gardening Day. Naked Gardening Day. Naked Gardening Day. So, uh, if you're into those things, uh, don't don't be coming up here to the show. <laughs> okay, Mimburgers <laughs> would not be happy with that. No. So, uh, you know, a lot of people shopping though. And yeah, but they're all clothed. Yes, they are all clothed. So, <laughs> I think that's why the sign out there said, you know, must be no shoes, no shoes, no shoes, no shirt, no pants. Yeah. Yeah, no and, I, and I was. Cu- uh-oh. As I was coming, as I was coming up, uh, I saw a whole uh, rack full of uh, blue plumbago. Oh, really? Your favorite? Yeah. And it's on sale. Oh, cool. That's right. I got to bring that up. Full bloom. Ooh, that'll be popular. It's pretty. Yeah. But they they've got plenty. So uh, if you're in the mood for blue plumbago, pretty good plant. All right. So blue plumbago, deer resistant. In some neighborhoods, in most neighborhoods? In some neighborhoods. In some neighborhoods. All right. Uh, will it bloom in shade? 
Yep. The Bloomin' Sun? Nope. <laughs> it does, too. <laughs> I like the mess melt. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> yeah. Uh, is it practically invincible? Yeah, it is. Yeah, it really... I mean... It's it, a good plant. If folks know how I treat plants and how that blue plumbago has thrived and looks gorgeous... Despite being poorly treated, imagine how it will look if you treat it with a little respect and give it a little fertilizer. Um, but, yeah, so those are on sale. Let's see. And we'll have a, uh, our, my volunteers mm-hmm. uh, will have a white one, a white plumbago. Oh, that's right. You were talking about that. Yeah, that's exciting. Yeah, at Festival of Flowers. Oh, okay. And and this is kind and, of... Uh, and other... Odd things. This is kind of a new white plum bago, though. So if they're well, they they sometimes you can find a white one. Yeah. Uh, they sell them white one, but the white one has in the past has been kind of a sparse bloomer. Mm-hmm. But uh, it's good to have contrasts uh, with the blue. But uh, but this is not a sparse bloomer. No, this this is a, a pretty prolific bloomer. Very cool. It's it's it came out of uh, my back forty, which I never water. Yeah, <laughs> for the last Woo-hoo. fifteen years. Uh-huh. <laughs> my goodness, and uh, it's worse than me. It, it was it was selected by uh, uh, James Spivey, who, oh. who who used to be uh, at uh, let's see at Color Spot, Color Spot Nursery. I don't know if it, I don't know if it's Lone Star at that time or now, but uh, it's it's it was Color Spot, and uh, he was trying to select a, a dark blue one and uh, and a white one, and uh, the the one the dark blue which we're selling here now mm. came out of Florida. So uh, and it's it's a good dark blue. So uh, he he just gave up on the project and yeah. gave me all his selected plants. For at which time I planted them in the backyard, in a in a little circle. Never watered them again. Never watered them again. <laughs> and shred uh, we shred them down every year. Wow. They they they're in the low part of my yard, so they they freeze. Uh, so we shred them back to the ground every year, keep them weeded, and uh, I was looking at them uh, last week, or uh, this week, and uh, they're coming back. Wow. Big time. Same yeah. selection? What are they? Blue plumbago. Oh. Blue or white? Oh, white. White, blue plumbago, or white, is it white by blue? White and blue are together. Okay. So is this going to be white, blue plumbago, or <laughs> white plumbago? I guess it's white blue plumbago. Oh, that would be good. Know. Yay. Okay. Yeah, I, I messed the blue bonnet deal up. Yeah, so let's mess I'll, this I'll up, too. mess this up, too. Yeah, it's just amazing. So is there, do they, does Texas and do like a plant of the year no. designation? We do superstar of the year. Right. Oh, superstar of the year? Well. Oh, but you, and there's a new superstar. Every year we do a superstar. Yeah, but we ought to do like superstar of the year because Blue Plumbago. That's it. Huh? Would own the category. 
I'm not sure. Uh, <laughs> how does what, it, about, how, what about how genius? It, how uh, is it? <laughs> <laughs> Iris. Iris. I don't know. That blue plumbagos. At least it would have won a couple times. Yeah. Well, if if you if. Uh, uh, interest in the deer eating it is part of the requirement. Uh, <laughs> apparently, apparently, some neighborhoods does not include Calvin's. Oh, the deer eat yours, huh? Oh yeah, I think uh, a lot of neighborhoods the deer eat plumbago. Oh. Yeah. Did you have a question? Can we ask it on the air? Yeah. Do you want to ask your question on the air? It's easy. Okay. What you got in your hand there? Did you? Oh, my goodness. Are you going to be here next Saturday? Oh. Well, here's the Calvin guy. Can we ask it on? Do you have questions about it? We'll do it early. We'll give people a taste. But can we do it on the air so we, if you don't, if you, if you don't like it, you can stop. How's that? Go ahead and start. And then you throw the, you throw the microphone right yeah. at Milt. Yeah, that's, that's not part of yeah. the deal. But, yeah, go ahead. You're on the air. So you came early to next week's Butterfly <laughs> Hummingbird Garden. Thank you for coming that's early. That's real early. So we're going to show you how it kind of works now. Calvin will give you your one-on-one consultation. Okay. Okay. What you got? All right. Are there certain flowers not to plant or certain flowers to plant? Are there certain flowers not to plant? Correct. You know, I'm having trouble hearing here, Milton. Okay, hold on. Uh, for some reason, I can okay. talk louder. No, no, yeah. no. how's that better? Um, I think I think the only thing on not planting flowers are that some are not as attractive to butterflies, and they take up space. And these guys make fun of me because I every every inch <laughs> of extra space. I think we should have. Miss flower or zinnias uh-huh. or uh, milkweed in there because they are all all-star uh, butterfly nectar plants, and, and so so that's yeah. So zinnias, miss flower, milkweed, okay, porterweed. Um, we uh, if we can find it, it's a it's a an exotic that we've kind of taken a real liking to. Paul Cox introduced it, and we. Made fun of them for a number of years. We call it a porterweed. Yeah. Weed. Weed, yeah. Weed. So nobody's going to buy weed. something called a weed? No. <laughs> Apparently, well, it's like really some good. Some people buy yeah, weed. Milkweed, porterweed. Yeah, and then we uh, tried it, and uh, we got into this bu- the butterfly, interest in butterflies, and porterweed. Jerry discovered that uh, the nectar of porterweed is one of the most potent around, so it really attracted the hummingbirds and the butterflies, so that... That's now one of the desirable. Of course, our old reliable lantanas, salvias, they're they're good uh, nectar sources. They are more important in the fall than they are now. You know, if you notice that the uh, the butterflies sometimes pass them up now, but later in the fall they won't. Pentas, pentas uh, uh, in the uh, for shade plants. So there's a huge list. Of, okay. Of, uh, of plants. Now, you can go to plantanswers.com. A couple of my articles are on there with a okay. list. And then our, we're going to have a hand out a list uh, for the, I don't know if you saw the certified butterfly garden over there. Oh, no. Well, yeah. Right yeah, now I we're fighting, uh, it's an interesting dilemma. We've uh, got some butterfly that's laid their eggs over everything. And oh, the wow. caterpillars are eating every single. Oh, no. Uh, this is a, this is after we've I've written these articles about that the 
you have to have the right food plants or the butterflies. You know, monarchs need milkweed and then now whatever this butterfly is where you haven't been able to identify it yet. It, it's caterpillars eating everything, milkweed and <laughs> gara, uh, every, uh, just unbelievable. The BT will work on that. Yeah, that's what, that's what we, we had that debate now. We certainly don't want to spray them, so, so the staff is going to go pick three-quarters of the caterpillars off of there. Oh, no. So, so that they won't devour the whole garden. Well, yeah. Is there a rule on how close to put a hummingbird feeder to the garden? No. Um, the, in the old days, we used to put the hummingbird feeders out in the garden. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, then we figured out that uh, the hummingbirds don't care where, where they are. They can be right near the front door and the window, and they'll come as long as the, the material is oh, okay. quality. So uh, I still see them on some um, uh, gardens, you know, uh, like botanical gardens and places where they have the hummingbird feeders right out in the in the actual garden. Yeah. Okay. But you but you got you got a free hand I think on the uh, the hummingbird feeders. The only problem you have is fire ants and uh, the bees which we kind of put up with uh, because it's it's important that they survive too. Um, but that uh, it gives you kind of a free hand. Sugar four parts water, one part sugar. They have they have bee guards, don't they? Yeah, they do, and that do kind they of, work? They they work to reduce the ease of the bees. Okay, but the, what I found is that they they kind of no, uh, it's a it's a little apparatus that you put on the feed like oh, a okay. like a, a screen. Guard, so, gotcha. Sometimes they'll just have a little right. plastic bloom on right. there, and it just moves moves the uh, liquid farther away from the where they where they can reach. Mm-hmm. And so the hummingbirds have a long beak and tongue, but the the bees are limited. But uh, what one of the things I recommend is we just add a few hummingbird feeders so that the bees can have a share too. So. Okay. So right. is yours in sun or shade or? Part sun, part shade. Okay. That's Does that good. change any of it's the morning record? sun and afternoon? Shade. Oh no, oh, that's that's, perfect. that's pretty good. Yeah. So and what colors too. do you like? I like red, yep. yellow. Okay. Uh, have you, I like them all. Have you considered zinnias? I don't know yes. if Calvin asked if yes. mentioned that or not. Calvin mentioned zinnias uh. to you? Yeah, I saw. Uh, you should see my basket over there. It's full oh, of zinnias. Oh, cool. <laughs> yeah, they have a beautiful assortment here. Well, I always let the. Uh, they've got the, the hybrid zinnias here, which are beautiful, nice flowers, and uh, um, they uh, resist the powdery mildews. But I always let them go to seed because the parent, uh, the parent material comes out kind of odd shaped. The flowers aren't quite as attractive. But the and, and I don't know if it's my imagination, but the butterflies seem to like them better as, as a nectar source. Okay. So you can just once you put the zinnias in, you can just let them re- reseed, okay. deadhead them, cut them, or cut them for cut mm-hmm. flowers. Uh, but let's let some of them drop seed. Okay. And do, do you remember the website that he mentioned the articles were on? Ask Flower. Plant Answers. Plant Answers. Okay. okay. So if you want Plant okay. Answers, go to? Plant Answers. There we go. Yeah. Oh, got it. Yeah. Thank you all very cool. well, much. Tell us, how, appreciate tell us how it goes. And if you have more questions, now you can come back next week. And thank you for being our guinea pig. We did great. <laughs> Thanks.
right. 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867. Toll free, it's 866 308-8867. Yeah, Curtis thought it was this Saturday, too. He came up. He's, he's shopping. He just rounded the bend. Oh, did he? Uh, so hopefully, nope, it's next Saturday. Uh, Calvin will, uh, it starts at 1030. Calvin will be set up uh, near the Butterfly Garden. He'll answer questions. And uh, and it's kind of like we've done in the past with, like, the Rose Society. You don't have to be there at 1030. You just kind of come throughout the day. It's 1030 to 3. And he uh, will help you out with your butterfly questions if it, you know, just take some time with you and uh, answer your questions and other people. So you don't have to be there right. Yeah. And those are on sale, aren't they? Uh, they're the Vincas. Yeah. 210. Okay. So 210-308-8867 is our number. 210-308-8867. Toll free. It's 866-308-8867. Should we give people a quick reminder of what's going on as we speak? Sure. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, that's right. Water, sca- water saver landscape tours going on as we speak. Started at nine o'clock, but doesn't get over to three o'clock. Yeah, and so you go, you catch a shuttle. Yeah, and yeah. Where, where, where do you go to catch the shuttle, Jerry? It's one of the schools there. In yeah, Stone it's. Uh, oh, okay, here it is. Canyon Canyon Ridge Elementary School at twenty five twenty two zero five two two Stone Oak Parkway. And That's so, what it is. And shuttle buses will shuttle visitors to and from the neighborhoods. Yeah, so you can go to one house or all of them. Or, and uh, the, the, one of the neatest things is that the Master Gardener volunteers are, are at each house. And uh, also along with a lot of the owners are there so they can answer your questions. Yeah, and like I said, uh, if you go on, if you hurry now, uh, you can c- catch the bus at the... Uh, uh, Trinity Glen Rose. I'm sorry. You can catch the ro- uh, the bus at uh, Canyon Ridge Elementary School, and that's two zero five two two Stone Oak Parkway. Yeah, open to three. Oh, they're gonna be open. So to as three. quickly as possible, if you're uh, looking on your phone, go to gardeningvolunteers.org or Water Saver Tour. Does it say? I know it's on the GVST site. It's in my uh, article too. Did you have a question? And can we ask it? Can we ask it on the air? Can we ask it on the air? Oh, here you go. You're on the air. How can we help you? Sunny spot, and I'm wondering about how do you pronounce it? Garas. Gara. Yeah. Are they going to uh-huh. do as well? As what? Pentas. As pentas. Oh, they're they're kind of pentas are kind of disciplined and neat. Now this is. A, this is a free grow. One of the toughest plants around, but it's not very disciplined. So yes, it'll grow and it'll take as much space as you give it. Oh, that's nice. Yeah, you can kind of look in the. There's some in the certified butterfly garden. You can see okay. how they turn out. Yeah. And will they bloom all summer? Yeah, okay. they, they 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 can take the heat, and they're a great drought tolerant plant. Great. But the, but the, just like Jerry said, they're uh, they're not high on the uh, list of. Uh, Good soldiers in the landscape. Yeah, they 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 do what they want to do, and so that's okay. I, I it's a contained spot; they can cool. fill it. And they're perennials. Yeah, uh, yeah. Oh, and, good. And the uh, butterflies love them. See, there we go. Okay, win-win. Right. Win, win. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. 
All right, 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867, toll-free, it's 866-308-8867. Hey, uh, don't forget, uh, it is now officially wet weather in San Antonio. Uh, we've had a, a wet spring, and that means we... 2.7 inches the wow, last you two had days. Two point, oh, the past two Medical. days? That's great. Medical center. How much? 2.7 inches. Wow. And we want our rain rangers to call in, but you know what this means. Uh, what? Mosquitoes. Uh. Mosquitoes are going to be tough this year. So uh, be preventative and call Spider-Man Pest Control and find out how they can help you treat those mosquitoes and get rid of them. They have a number of different ways, uh, including the uh, in-to-care mosquito trapping system that basically kind of acts like a bait where the mosquitoes go in, they get on their little legs, they get this powder that's uh, toxic to them, but they fly out and they put that powder down that's toxic to their brothers and sisters. Now it just sounds sad. But um, you know what? I think as soon as you get bit a few times, you'll want the into care system. Uh, well, the, and the other thing about it, if you are one of those folks that's trying to maximize butterfly protection in your yard, but you also recognize the necessity of uh, having the, the mosquitoes under control. Mm-hmm. Uh, just you know, the virus is not—it's not just the getting bit, but it's the, yeah, the viruses that are involved. Uh, this may be a really reasonable solution to accomplish oh, both of those. Probably is good. It's yeah. probably a nice answer to all of all those concerns. So here's what you can do: one, go to the website gospidermanpest.com, and it's right there on the front page. You can see the link to the Into Care mosquito trapping system. This is its second year in San Antonio with Spider-Man, and it was a big hit last year. And uh, go spidermanpest.com. We just got go spidermanpest.com. Or you can call them up at 210-656-3721. 210-656-3721. Do we have time to take a break real quick? Sure. Okay, we'll take a break, and then Trace is going to in, uh, introduce us to the plant of the weekend. I've never seen we, that plant before, have you? Not I, in the past two I, minutes. I think we've met it before. Yeah. <laughs> All right, we're taking a break. Back in a moment with more of Milberger's Gardening South Texas. Give us a call, 210-308-8867 on 930 AM, The Answer. Hi, it's Milton Glick from Milberger's Landscape Nursery at 1604 on Boulevardy Road. One of the great things about San Antonio is this is a city that hummingbirds and butterflies love. Now, if you've always wanted to have a yard that butterflies and hummingbirds would come to throughout the year, well, then we've got an event for you at Millburgers. Saturday, May 11th, come on by Millburgers as they present Dr. Calvin Finch. He'll be conducting an open forum on planting your own butterfly garden. You can see Millburgers' own certified butterfly garden and Calvin will explain the planning, planting and the maintenance of a garden that attracts butterflies and nurtures an array of beautiful butterflies and other important pollinators like hummingbirds. It's going to be from 10:30 until noon and then of course we have the show but you can come during the show and then from 2 to 3 o'clock. These are one-on-one consultations. Come when you can and 
take advantage of this great opportunity. This is just some of the stuff that's happening at Millburgers. For more information, go to millburgernursery.com, millburgernursery.com. Hi, this is Michael Payne, General Manager of Salem Media Group. Election Day for the San Antonio Mayor and City Council races is Saturday. To help you learn about them, Salem Media Group is pleased to present a series of brief Q&As with the mayoral candidates. This time, our questions are for mayoral candidate Matt Pena. Matt, you've criticized Mayor Nirenberg, saying he needs to be more open. Can you help us better understand your thoughts on our current mayor and council? Part of my frustration with the city council about how they've been operating, I've seen many voices that have gone unheard and unanswered whenever they've approached city council. Really, they ignored the voice of the people. You've been critical of Mayor Nirenberg's vote to ban Chick-fil-A from the airport. Were the mayor and council right in voting to ban Chick-fil-A and why? frankly put, no, they were not right. Because you have to have wisdom to kind of look at this whole picture. What does this really mean? What are you doing? Uh, frankly, no, the, the city council needs to change its decision on that. Property tax relief seems to be a major concern among many voters. What would you do to control ever-increasing taxes? For me right now, I think people are screaming for property tax relief. And so I would like to have a freeze on all Homestead property taxes. I think we, we freeze it at the time of sale. And then when it resells, we reevaluate it for the market. Thank you to candidate Matt Pena for answering our questions. If you've not voted, please go vote as Election Day is Saturday. Be listening for more Q&A from mayoral candidates. God bless San Antonio, our city leaders, and you. There's a lot going on right now, and broadcasters are on the ground covering all of it, bringing you the weather, the traffic, and breaking news, all while entertaining you 24 hours a day. Someone needs to tell you what's going on around the world and in our hometowns, and that someone is us. We are free radio. We are always there. We are broadcasters. Visit wearebroadcasters.com or text radio to 52886 to learn more. Furnished by NAB and this station. If you're growing tomatoes, plan to come to the Top Tomato Contest June the 8th at Millburgers. There are big prizes for cherry and small tomatoes, regular and large tomatoes, and the biggest tomato by weight. Plus, every participant will get a $10 gift certificate to be used that day at Millburgers. For more information and rules, go to MillburgerNursery.com. That's MillburgerNursery.com. Welcome back to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. 210-308-8867 is our number. Trace is up on the porch with us. What's going on, Trace? I've, I've neglected y'all, and I'm sorry. but We missed you, buddy. It's, a, it's time for the Plant of the Weekend Revival. Okay, so it's time for the Plant of, of the, the Weekend. All right, what you got today? All right, so this is a gara. Uh, some people nicknamed it uh, Whirling Butterfly. Mm. So we got in uh, two colors this week, and they're both spectacular. This one I would call it like a magenta, maybe. Okay. Uh, yeah. And then there's a light pink, and they are spectacular. If you've never seen one bloom, uh, the, the blooms look like little dancing butterflies mm-hmm. when the wind blows. So how do you spell it so folks can look it up online? G-U-A-R... A? Yeah. Okay. I thought it was G-A-U-R-A. You might be right. You know, I'm a horrible spoiler. Well, I'll look it up. Um, but, yeah, it's very pretty. 
It's uh, it's six ninety nine. The guys were just talking about it a little bit too, saying it'll it'll fill in a space if you let it. Uh, <laughs> is that nicer than Calvin said it? Yeah, well, that's about the worst Calvin said. Okay, yeah, it's good uh, zero escape plant. And yeah, great, can take, butter, great butterfly attractor. Yeah, for deer eat it? Uh, I don't you, think so. I, I don't know. I'll find that out. You know, I don't think so either. I don't think they'll either. But I'm trying to remember when I when we last tested it. I don't remember that either. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to try it. Let's see. Now, now one, one answer to that, to deer eat it, it, it would be it grows so fast it doesn't matter that you <laughs> can't keep up. <laughs> they trim it, huh? Kind of like the honey, some of the honeysuckles. Yeah. So. They just trim it. Well, we got about the 50 of this dark one left and 20 of a light pink. And uh, one heck of a price, six ninety nine, full mm-hmm. full bloom, and it kind of leads up to what's happening next Saturday. What's happening next Saturday? Calvin's happening next. What? Saturday. Oh no! So um, ten, starting at ten thirty. Yep, and uh, he's got a couple flyers there to hand out to people. Um, but it's it's going to be fun. I think uh, I think we're going to try to have the radio show over there too, right? Um, I didn't know that. We a no. little, I'll talk Surprise. to you later. Yes. Well, maybe we can. Um, I'll tell you about it in a minute. Okay. Um, but, yeah, so uh, let's see. Um, so look it up online, and you'll see it. Now, that's not also – this isn't – is this the one that's also called um, – uh, what was it? Bee something? Uh, bee blossom? Uh, that sounds it? like a common name maybe thrown at it. That picture looks right, though. Okay. But, yeah, G-A-U-R-A plant. Look it up online in the one gallon at six ninety nine, and you can uh, – Put some aside for you after you see it at uh, 210-497-3760, 210-497-3760. This, uh, quite often there's people looking for plants that can tolerate that afternoon blast of sun. Mm-hmm. And this one can do it. This makes, oh, a, yeah. this makes a nice uh, ground cover uh, for, you know, when you want to cover a lot of space on, don't want to have to water it too much or to, uh, take care of it too much. You can just... Skim it with a string more. Yeah, I think it's a native, isn't it? Um, the Some one are. of them is. Yeah, one of them. Yeah. Oh, it's that's hard. the white. That's pretty too. Wow. Yeah. We don't have that one. Oh. Okay. <laughs> oh, you said the two pinks. I'm sorry. What, You're right. What What color would you call this, Milton? Magenta. Magenta. Yeah. All right. They call it dark pink. Yeah. But to me, it looks like a magenta color. Yeah. Almost looks maroon. No, no. <laughs> the buds, uh, yeah. I, I, I'll say the buds do look maroon. But there when you when go. it opens up, it's uh, light maroon. M- magenta. <laughs> yeah, there's dark pink, and I see, uh, yeah, okay, the picture's online. So, yeah, cool, check it out online, and then uh, come on over to Millburgers and get yourself one. Uh, they have garden pictures, too, and they're pretty as well. This one, like. This is a, this is a tough Tough plant. Uh, oh yeah, at, and just laughs at the uh, San Antonio summer. So. But these pictures are showstoppers. I mean, they're they're really pretty. And cool. I have noticed that it's become uh, much more popular on the uh, landscape architects side. They're, oh. they're putting it in for uh, for color perennial. Yeah, I like it because it you, uh, you it, your landscape is still in control. You got blooms, but it's uh, you know it's kind of a weldscape plant that's got good cover and uh, every, the, all phases of well uh, wildlife like it and utilize it and uh, 
so it's it's one of those uh, happy medium plants. Yeah, the one that I've seen once they get established, they're fairly drought tolerant. Oh yeah, gosh, really big time, really drought tolerant. Yeah. Now right. this, this is much. This is a better color than the the one we. You, you see. mean this maroon here? Yeah, that that that, mage- <laughs> that magenta. There. Magenta. Dark pink. I don't even know what magenta is. Yeah. I disagree I with Trace. I'm not sure. They it don't, sounds, it sounds they like don't either. Some kind of caliber. Or they just don't want to say maroon. No, yeah. that's pretty much true. Cool, Trace. Pink, right, we'll pinkish talk. orange. How about there you that? go. Oh, okay. Yeah, I could see that. All right, cool. Well, thank you. Yeah, come, <laughs> come back in a, in a few when you get a chance. Okay. All right. 210 let's, let's mention, to remind folks that this, this uh, butterfly... Program next weekend is uh, is not a, a sit down class. This is a it was you was mentioned one on one. We'll uh, try to cover uh, the general topics, but we'll try to answer everybody's questions too. I suspect that uh, some of the staff will be helping me too. Can we ask your question on the air, ma'am? So we're doing a radio show. Can we ask a question on there? It's okay. It's easy. Uh. <laughs> We've had little children this big. Do it. You can do it. Come on up. We'll, we'll answer your questions. Here. You'll be on the air, and these guys will be able to help you. What's your question? Just grab, just grab, grab your mic. Grab the, grab the mic so we can hear you. There you go. And don't scream if it, if it shocks you. <laughs> it's not going to shock you, but we're talking to the mic. So what you got there? Oh, okay. It just says color tropical, and it That's doesn't a, have an ice plant, isn't it? Looks like a yeah, variegated ice plant. Variegated ice plant. Yeah. And what type of growing conditions do I need for this? Well, the, that one, uh, it, 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 as you see, it likes being containers like that. And it's going to stay where, in the Where it won't uh, get too wet. Uh, we, we've had some, I've, I've planted some. And they do well as long as uh, the temperatures are cooler and it's dry. But when the temperatures get hot, uh, they tend to have dead spots. I mean, they rot out. They they don't like hot weather. Do they come back from those dead spots? No. No. And it looks like it actually wanders and can grow into a vine. Is that so? Do they, yeah. do they grow downward? It, it could if the conditions. If the conditions are right. Yeah. And that one would not, you wouldn't want a surfeit of uh, sunlight either that morning. No. So that morning sun might be, be fine. Right. I hang them underneath my oak trees. Okay, that'll yeah, work. Where there's shade now. Oh, that'll, that'll really work there. Really? Okay. And is it a good long life? That's or a begonia. This is a begonia? Yeah. Uh, leather leaf begonia. I mean, uh, dragon leaf begonia. Yeah. Cool. And will I have that a couple of seasons? Yeah. And well, if you don't let it freeze. Okay. And do I keep it in this hanging basket format also? Yes, ma'am. Keep it in the uh, either morning sun, afternoon, and our afternoon shade. Okay. Or morning sun, shade. afternoon shade. You guys are great. Thank you so much. You did good. Yeah, you did great. (laughs) Thank you. Good luck. 
All right, 210 210-308-8867, 210-308. Or like these nice people, you can come by. There's Ann Schiller. And ask your gardening question in person at 210. There's Ann Schiller. What's that? You see Ann? Oh, yeah. There's Ann. What do you mean? <laughs> So yes, you, you didn't send her out crying. I was I was worried there. For so a far, while we've now. been okay. I'm two for two for people who know. really didn't want to be on the air, <laughs> but they 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 both did really well. I was glad that one woman came up and did the consultation with Calvin. That was good. Yeah. So uh, yeah, our number two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. Give us a call and tell us how much rain you got and. Uh, we got two point seven in the uh, in the medical area, and then you got one and a half. Yeah. And his is over well, two days. I'm, I might have gotten two. Yeah, his is over two days. So. Yeah, the, I got point nine uh, two no, the night before last, and then uh, one point eight more last night. Okay. So I wouldn't be surprised if you were someplace in there. Yeah, I I, I use my uh, bird bird water yeah. as a. It, I used to use the dog dishes. When it when it runs over, it's dry. It dries up, of course. When it runs over, that's an inch. Oh, okay. So and, how do you how do you know when it's two inches? Uh, that, that's a, that's my problem. <laughs> when it really <laughs> runs over. <laughs> but it was full to the brim this morning. Yeah. And uh, the lightning and. Thunder was interesting too. I had yeah. put, I had put uh, a number of my seeded zinnias and uh, other plants uh, in a tub, you know, so that they'd s- soak up the uh, soil and the water. Mm-hmm. Of course, the tub was overflowing, yeah. <laughs> and there was so it I worked, could see huh? I could see the plant the little plants down there like two inches <laughs> under the under the water. So it worked, huh? There's uh, our Whopper begonias. Yeah. And there's some there, too, that I'm getting. Cool. Oh, look at the shiny leaves. Hey, let's do this. We're going to take a break, and when we come back, we're going to talk to Ann Schiller about upcoming Festival of Flowers. The 20- Ann. Ann is here. The 26th annual is here and going to be here before you know it, just a few weeks. And so we'll talk to her about what you can expect at its Austin Highway location now. So uh, back in a moment on 930 AM, The Answer. Hi, it's Milton Glick from Millburgers Landscape Nursery at 1604 on Boulevardy Road. One of the great things about San Antonio is this is a city that hummingbirds and butterflies love. Now, if you've always wanted to have a yard that butterflies and hummingbirds would come to throughout the year, well, then we've got an event for you at Millburgers. Saturday, May 11th, come on by Millburgers as they present Dr. Calvin Finch. He'll be conducting an open forum on planting your own butterfly garden. You can see Millburgers' own certified butterfly fly garden and calvin will explain the planning planting and the maintenance of a garden that attracts butterflies and nurtures an array of beautiful butterflies and other important pollinators like hummingbirds it's going to be from 10 30 until noon and then of course we have the show but you can come during the show and then from two to three o'clock these are one-on-one consultations come when you can and take advantage of this great opportunity this is just some of the stuff that's happening at millburgers for more information go to millburgernursery.com millburgernursery.com okay here's the deal 
you missed your chance to lock in a mortgage with a low rate, right? Wrong. Whether you're looking to lower your monthly payment or thinking of getting cash out of your home, mortgage rates are still low and you still have time to get the loan you want before rates go back up. But the clock's ticking. and a cash call mortgage, there's no better time to take advantage than right now. Call us at 844-567-CASH. Speak with one of our refinance specialists today and you may be able to lock in a low rate before it's gone. We can close your loan for a flat $995 origination fee and pay your closing costs. We'll even get the process started without the upfront deposit other lenders still charge. That's 844-567-CASH. Refinance with Cash Call Mortgage today. Inbeck Mortgage Corp. DBA Cash Call Mortgage. And MLS ID 128231. Equal housing lender. Not licensed in all states, including New York. Offer not available in Washington. Call 855-657-9910 for licensing terms and restrictions. And details on closing costs paid for loans above $250,000. do not let these low rates pass you by. Dial 844-567-CASH. That's 844-567-CASH. Refinance with Cash Call Mortgage today. Hi, this is Michael Payne, General Manager of Salem Media Group. Election Day for the San Antonio Mayor and city council races is Saturday. To help you learn about them, Salem Media Group is pleased to present a series of brief Q&As with the mayoral candidates. This time, our questions are for mayoral candidate Matt Pena. Matt, you've criticized Mayor Nirenberg, saying he needs to be more open. Can you help us better understand your thoughts on our current mayor and council? Part of my frustration with the city council about how they've been operating, I've seen many voices that have gone unheard and unanswered whenever they've approached city council. Really, they ignored the voice of the people. You've been critical of Mayor Nirenberg's vote to ban Chick-fil-A from the airport. Were the mayor and council right in voting to ban Chick-fil-A and why? frankly put, no, they were not right. Because you have to have wisdom to kind of look at this whole picture. What does this really mean? What are you doing? Uh, frankly, no, the, the city council needs to change its decision on that. Property tax relief seems to be a major concern among many voters. What would you do to control ever-increasing taxes? For me right now, I think people are screaming for property tax relief. And so I would like to have a freeze on all homestead property taxes. I think we, we freeze it at the time of sale. And then when it resells, we reevaluate it for the market. Thank you to candidate Matt Pena for answering our questions. If you've not voted, please go vote as Election Day is Saturday. Be listening for more Q&A from mayoral candidates. God bless San Antonio, our city leaders, and you. There's a lot going on right now, and broadcasters are on the ground covering all of it, bringing you the weather, the traffic, and breaking news, all while entertaining you 24 hours a day. Someone needs to tell you what's going on around the world and in our hometowns, and that someone is us. We are free radio. We are always there. We are broadcasters. Visit wearebroadcasters.com or text radio to 52886 to learn more. Furnished by NAB and this station. If you're growing tomatoes, plan to come to the Top Tomato Contest June the 8th at Millburgers. There are big prizes for cherry and small tomatoes, regular and large tomatoes, and the biggest tomato by weight. Plus, every participant will get a $10 gift certificate to be used that day at Millburgers. For more information and rules, go to MillburgerNursery.com. That's MillburgerNursery.com. And welcome back to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas, on 930 AM, The Answer. Our phone number, 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867. Well, it started 22 years ago at a 
car table in Ann Schiller's garage. It was the very first festival of flowers. I think that's I think that's the story I read. Ann, is that that's almost the truth? <laughs> is it really almost the truth? It started uh, 22 years ago as just a Sunday afternoon event, and then it just kind of um, like topsy exploded. It just grew. Yeah. <laughs> So today, so this year we're 22 years. Yeah, the Festival of Flowers is coming up. May 25th, Saturday, May 25th. Uh, the same place we were last year, Austin Highway Event Center, mm-hmm. 1948 Austin Highway, which is between Eisenhower and Walsam Road. Uh, but everything, all of your favorites will be there. Uh, the attractions, the citywide uh, plant exchange, yeah, uh, seminars. And this year, Millburgers is hosting our seminars. Good. And the, we have kind of a theme this year called A Day of Gardening Know-How. Okay. We couldn't figure out any other way to say, come to the Festival of Flowers and learn how to do gardening of all kinds. And so we've got uh, seminars that actually start out with um, the most entertaining gardeners in San Antonio, Mark Peterson, <laughs> oh, Jerry Lord. Parsons, Calvin Finch. And they're going to be doing kind of a, a roundtable discussion on that morning on uh, plant it. Plant it. Plant it. Grow it. There you so go. So in other words, it kind of takes you from look at your yard, then figure out the plants, and then how to grow them successfully. And then from there, we'll go on to organic soil, uh, vegetable, season, vegetable growing all four seasons, Herbs for San Antonio, and um, wrapping up with another organic presentation on uh, why, when good gardens go bad. Here's some earth-friendly things you can do to solve those problems. Very cool. Yeah, you've got some good speakers on there. Yeah, so um, I thought that uh, that first group was especially good, Hunter. Huh, yes, well, it was. They're, they're going <laughs> to be. I, I was looking when good gardens go bad. But she's one of my favorite. Uh, she, she's very entertaining. She yeah. always likes people. Really love her after they, you know, they go to Judy, her. Judy Barrett. Judy Barrett. Judy used to do a magazine that was uh, carried all over Texas called Homegrown Texas. I love that thing. And she, you know, then came the internet, and so <laughs> like a lot of things, she transferred that over to the internet. So. But she continued to write books, and she writes on herbs. She writes on roses, yeah. edible gardens. And her latest book is When Good Gardens Go Bad. Oh, cool. And that happens to all of us, <laughs> no matter how experienced we are. And she edited uh, Malcolm Beck's book. She did. Uh, she worked with Malcolm Beck, and, uh, you know, she was his editor. She edited that, and I think that's probably where she got, got a lot started, of schooling. Yeah. I know Malcolm used to uh, uh, sponsor her, her newsletter. Right, right. Yeah, I think he was the first sponsor. Mm-hmm. I'm sure he was. Um, but she does I, a good job. And we also have um, Andy Chidester on when good soil, oh, why good soil matters. And she is now, she learned under John Dromgul in Austin. No. And now she's with Fox Farm. And I know that uh, uh, Millburgers carries a lot of Fox Farm mm-hmm. products. Mm-hmm. Yep, so she'll do. be there doing a seminar. Uh, David Rodriguez on four seasons of vegetable gardening. And Mary Dunford. What do you mean you didn't t- you didn't talk about the illustrious background of uh, David Rodriguez? 
Well, doesn't everybody know David? No. Yeah. 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 I hear him on this show all the time. Everyone knows he's illustrious. <laughs> yeah, and his, he served his internship under Jerry and I. Well, there you ago. go. If there it grows, go. he knows. Okay, there you go. <laughs> One line. I'll steal it. Yeah, there you okay. go. <laughs> so, it's um, not as cool as plant it, plant it, and grow it. <laughs> but Mary Dunford, uh, she probably grows an awful lot of the herbs that you buy everywhere. Oh, oh wow. And cool. she's been growing herbs in San Antonio since 1984. Uh, she will also be, of course, she's always, Nature's Herb Farm is always at the uh, Festival of Flowers. So she's going to be talking on herbs and spices for the San Antonio kitchen. And I think that's kind of got a lot. It's kind of like essentials for uh, San Antonio cooks. That'll be cool. Yeah, that'd be good. Yeah, so you got a, you're jam packed with good seminars right. here. Right. So basically, just plant yourself there and right and enjoy. Right. They're not doing any cooking in that herb thing. Oh though. no, we are. Are you? The herb kitchen will be open. Uh, we'll have the daylily society there, where you can vote for your favorite daylilies. They bring them in cuttings from their yards. Yeah. We have the um, floral design challenge, which is oh. was. Huge last year. I mean, well, we this last year we actually invited people to vote on their favorite arrangements, and we couldn't help but notice that the security guards we hired, you know, to do traffic and things, um, were actually in there voting for their favorite. Oh, that's fun. <laughs> Did uh, uh, with their guns drawn, huh? With their guns drawn. <laughs> now, is Mil- Milton has become our. Uh, Chief uh, expert and advocate for rutabaga recipes. There you is go. There, okay, there you go. Yeah. It, I know that, that space was tight and a lot of people, you know, with the seminars, were you able to fit in the big rutabaga class this year or no? No, but I bet I can find a space for you. <laughs> oh, okay. Talk about putting you on the spot. Yeah, thank you. Thank you for this. Uh, the daylily people going to be selling some, some of their daily. Yes, they are. Good. Oh, and this year we actually have a kids' zone, so where kids can learn a little about about gardening in their own zone. Oh, okay. Uh, Good. That's from the uh, Texas AgriLife Extension Center and the Men's Garden Club. Yeah. So, anyway, lots of fun things to do. Oh, yeah. Only $7 for adults. Kids under 10 are free. Lots of free parking. Oh, gosh, yeah. Carts and wagons are welcome, and you'll, you'll find lots of plants to shop for. Okay. Uh, are, there, are there any uh, plant giveaways or anything like the past years? Oh, or? yes. Uh, it's hosted by San Antonio Water System, and not only do you get a free plant from Saws while supplies last, but this is an official Water Saver Reward Point event. So you can earn up to three Water Saver Reward Points by attending the seminars. Oh, wow, that's great. All right. Okay. So I know where you can get the... Ticket for six dollars. Right, one dollar <laughs> off coupon in the Millburgers newsletter. That's right. There it is, Bill. Yeah. So yes. you can, if you haven't gotten, don't your... be trying to get my coupon. Bill. I'm sorry. Let me just borrow that for a second. No. <laughs> uh, you can get those here at the nursery, uh, or you can uh, have them sent. Have them sent to you. Right. So, uh, and then um, the uh, citywide plant exchange. Ann mentioned that is always very uh, popular. The rules and regs, or are they on the guidelines? Yeah, click here. Yes, they are. They're on um, SAFestivalofflowers.com. Yeah, SAFestivalofflowers.com. Right. right. Are there any new rules on the... No, it's just... Uh, nope, the same thing. Okay. Right. 
But, you know, if you've never done the plant exchange, Brunella and I this year, Brunella also helps, you know, we do the Festival of Flowers together. And this year, we attended a lot of the gardening events all spring. That's smart. And uh, people were going, wow, I can bring my plants and get something else? And we were saying, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. So, you know, if you never thought about it, yes, go out and... Take some cuttings and start rooting your plants and bring them in, and it's a lot of fun. What about oh, aloe vera? Are you going to let aloe vera in this year? Well, they didn't freeze this past year, oh, so they, they, unfortunately <laughs> they didn't make the cut. Oh, okay. I'm no. <laughs> and again, Only the, in a hard freeze year can we accept aloe vera. And then uh, for folks who, who missed it last year, there's a new location. Yes. It's conveniently located on Austin, Austin Highway. Highway Event Center. And that's convenient to 35 North mm-hmm. and 410. It's inside 410, and uh, the best thing to do is take either the Walsam Road or the Eisenhower Road exits. Whether you're on 410 or you're on 35, that's going to get you there. And I heard a lot of compliments last year about the, the new design, and, mm-hmm. and they liked the layout and everything. Mm-hmm. It, they, I think people felt like it was a little easier to maneuver and enjoy everything. But we have a lot of free parking. Yeah. And uh, we have food available all day long uh, from Augie's Barbed Wire Smokehouse Barbecue. All right. And they're there all day. They're good. It's barbecue. Good and Millburgers will have a big display, too, in, in addition to sponsor? No. No, they won't. Huh? No, but this year they're, doing our, they're hosting our seminars, mm-hmm. so that's important, too. Okay. And then, um, let's see. Oh, and then talking about the, uh, for folks who don't know, the mission... Uh, for the information and then the in, you know, kind of the, the two go together, the indoor garden mall mm-hmm. uh, with the vendors that you have. Yes. Who, do you, who do you pick? Who, who, who kind of, what will they, what kind of uh, businesses will they oh, find? Well, the they'll find mall? well, they'll find lots of plants, landscaping supply materials, mm-hmm. uh, some garden accessories. But we do want to say, you know, this is what we've always said about Festival of Flowers. There's an expert in every booth. Oh, that's good. And we have a lot of nonprofits. We've, you know, most of the nonprofit, uh, whether it's orchids, roses, uh, native plants, herbs, you'll be able to ask a lot of people a lot of questions in in the uh, shopping area, the vendor area. And you see, you, you get an opportunity to see every single person that's involved in horticulture and center. Oh, yeah. Term. Oh, gosh, yeah. That's right. Yeah. It's kind of like a reunion of gardeners. Yeah, we see that every year. Right, it's, right. Uh, it's people who haven't seen each other in a year see each other there, and they hang around and talk to people. And you can. Jerry said there'll be white, blue, plum, bago. <laughs> white, 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 plum, bago. From Garden Volunteers of South Texas, yeah. your group, the yeah. research people. Right. What other plants are they bringing? They always bring unusual things. Yeah. Uh, Still sorting too, out too the greenhouse. Too numerous to name. Okay. okay. He can't remember. <laughs> yeah. He can't even begin to tell you. <laughs> Not because he doesn't know, just because he yeah, can't remember. Cool, and what right. else can we think of to say? Where do, uh, so, S.A. Festival of Flowers. S.A. Festival of Flowers dot com. Um, you might want to go there tomorrow. Like, you know, it's like the dilemma of every website. Please do this now. Yeah. And, but you have to kind of wait on the person who's doing it, but he's going to be doing it today, for, so it will be debuted tomorrow. Yeah. So so, so starting tomorrow, safestivalofflowers.com. Uh, the information is all up to date. Everything that we're adding this year will be added tomorrow. Okay, cool. 
Okay. All, All right. right. Thank you, yeah. Milton. Thank you so much. You Thank bet. you, Jerry. Thanks Thank for you, coming Calvin. by. We'll visit Bye-bye. again as we get closer, too. All right. 210-308-8867. But, yeah, I'm going to send the uh, website back to um, Al at the station, send the link, and then he can uh, tell you if you call uh, what it is if you didn't get it. But it's S.A. Festival of Flowers. SAFestivalofflowers.com. I, ble- I believe they even let flea market people in, like Lisa. Oh, okay. Lisa. She, usually she comes with a wagon yeah. and her husband to yeah. haul out the plant. Lisa is like, and maybe I'm wrong, but I sort of sense that Lisa is the queen <laughs> of Festival of Flowers. She, she goes there and rules the roost. There you go. And, and she does not go there without a plan. <laughs> she, she's... She hits the ground running, and, and then uh, she comes by and asks, "What the what plant is this?" They didn't <laughs> well, have a tag on it. I got it at the plant exchange. It looked nice. Will it grow? Yes. And many of the rules that evolved were evolved because of uh, dealing with Lisa. I, I have, I have, that's never been confirmed. <laughs> but uh, yeah, oh, it's a fun event, and people look forward to it. If you if you have been there, you really just need to know where and when. Uh, and uh, then you know you're going to set your, uh, uh, make sure, sure it's on your calendar. And if you have not, it is uh, the premier gardening event of San Antonio with uh, lots of great things to do and uh, people to see. And Anne's right, an expert at every booth. Uh, you will learn all kinds of things from uh, the places that do the, um, uh, that are volunteer organizations, uh, gardening organizations, to people who have good stuff to sell. And we're broadcasting from out there, We sure right? will be, yeah. That worked out pretty good last year. Yeah, it did. It worked out nice. They had us, we, uh, we were right there in the front, and we could, have, we could eyeball everybody, keep our yeah. own. So, looking so for you trouble. Can, you can it's come probably, probably not the best place to go if you're interested in hot tubs or combination windows. No. that's what, Yeah, that yeah. was the point I was trying to get at, was, yeah, yeah. you're going to find... It's gardening, 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 <laughs> and then and then some more gardening on top of that. And some pretty plants. Like, oh yeah, like, uh, the, those daylilies uh, that they be selling there, or you can't find in a nursery. That's cool, because uh, they're individual breeders, uh, plant uh, uh, creation. So uh, the ones they have there, you won't be able to find in a nursery. And uh, they have some pretty orchid there, too, mm-hmm. the, the orchid uh, display. Of course, all these Mary Dunford's yeah. herbs and other folks that have a good herb, herb display. Oh, yeah. Yeah, the information that you get from the, the folks that you uh, that are doing the seminars uh, is just invaluable in terms of uh, the, the folks that they bring in to do it. So uh, go to essayfestivalofflowers.org. Uh, or .com, SAFestivalofflowers.com, and as Ann said, give it to, give it one more day, uh, and then everything will be up to date. 210-308-8867 is our number, 210-308-8867. We've got more of Millburgers Gardening South Texas coming up, live from Millburgers Landscape Nursery at 1604 on Boulevardy Road, right here, of course, heard on AM 930, uh, The Answer. Stimulating talk. This is 930 AM. The answer service of Salem Media Group. KLUP, Terrell Hills, San Antonio. 930 AM. The answer. Breaking news this hour from townhall.com. I'm Bob Agnew in Washington. 
Republican Senator Mike Enzi has announced he will retire at the end of his term next fall. That ends a 22-year career in Washington for Enzi. It leaves open a seat up for grabs now as Democrats seek to regain control of the Senate. South Korea and U.S. authorities are analyzing details of a North Korean missile launch. South Korea's Joint Chiefs of Staff is now saying that North Korea has launched several short-range missiles off its eastern coast. The military said in a statement Saturday Korean time that the missiles flew up to 125 miles before they landed in the sea. The South had previously said that the North had just launched a single missile. This correspondent George Bonzani reporting if confirmed as the firing of a banned ballistic missile, it would be the first since 2017. President Trump says a strong economy is helping his poll numbers. Our economy is raging, and when we have an economy that maybe is the best economy we've ever had, uh, people tend to like you. Hiring soared in April as U.S. employers added 263,000 jobs. But are Americans feeling good about their own economic outlook? The answer is yes, yes, and yes. They feel a lot better. They're more confident about their personal finances. Larry Kudlow is the president's economic advisor, and he says that the administration's policies are actually rebuilding the U.S. economy. The expansion is said to become the longest in history in July. Officials in Florida say a charter plane with 143 people on board and traveling from Cuba to North Florida wound up in a river at the end of a runway in Jacksonville last night. The plane skidded into shallow water and did not submerge. Officials say everyone on the plane is alive and accounted for. 21 adults are hospitalized locally and in good condition. But officials have not revealed what caused the plane to leave the runway. That is correspondent Andrew Seward reporting. More on these stories at townhall.com. 9.30 a.m. The Answer. Millburgers Gardening South Texas is sponsored by Millburgers Landscaping and Nursery on 9.30 a.m. The Answer. We're back with Millburgers Gardening South Texas. Once again, Dr. Jerry Parsons, Dr. Calvin Finch, Milton Glick, and your calls on 9.30 a.m. The Answer. And welcome back to Millburgers Gardening South Texas on 9.30 a.m. The answer, 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867, toll free, it's 866-308-8867. Give us a call, let's talk gardening with you, find out what's going on in your gardening world. Uh, and don't forget, Calvin will be here next Saturday from 1030 to 3, doing uh, consultations and talking to you about building your own butterfly and um, hummingbird garden in your uh, similar to what Millburgers has here, or you can uh, uh, kind of... What do you want them to bring, Calvin? Just ideas? Uh, like that woman was talking part sun, part shade? Uh, yeah, qu- questions. Uh, maybe if they've got some specific uh, butterflies that are targets, they can. Uh, we can work oh, through that. Oh, that's a good idea. So. Yeah, we'll have uh, s- several of the staff will be assisting me, and they're, they're as excited about butterflies as I am, and have... Uh, done some research on it so it'll be should be an interesting exercise and when i say that the class is between 10 30 and 3 i mean it's basically calvin will be here to talk to folks and as well as the uh, the folks from the nursery from 10 30 to 3 unlike some presentations i'm not trying to say that it starts at 10 30 and ends at 3 so you can come anytime uh, you can come at 10 30 you can come at 1 you can come at 2 30 uh, and, and come uh, up here on the radio and ask. When we're doing the radio show, you can do that too. So, uh, yep, um, it's just that easy. So, uh, go to millburgernursery.com for more info. Millburgernursery.com. 
So what you got there? I bet Calvin broke out in tears when he looked at today's paper. Oh, why? I saw because Neil Sperry was talking about Dreamland Zinnias. Dying. Oh, no. Yeah, the, I mean, the headline is, Too Much Water Could Cause Overnight Zinnia Deaths. Oh. That's sad, talking about deaths. Didn't know that was an issue. Somebody said they, they planted zinnias uh, a week ago. One day they were fine. The next day they were dead with a mole all over them. What would have caused that? Well, it's, Overnight? I don't know. I don't, yeah, I, I kind of... Doubt whether it could happen overnight, but mildew. But it, there must be some exceptional circumstance. Yeah, like Neil says that Dreamland zinnias are, they're one of their claims uh, is that they are resistant and they to mildew. Yeah, yeah, they last they last much longer through the season than a lot of our old varieties did. So that yeah, we wouldn't expect that to be the cause, but. Uh, I think Neil hit it on the head on this. Uh, his last sentence is, "I uh, I don't I don't know whether the soil might have been waterlogged after rains or heavy water. That'll kill us in you in a hurry." Yeah, it could be. Uh, I guess you can imagine where uh, you know flower bed was just almost like an aquarium. You know, where the water was just oh not, yeah, was not draining. That'd probably kill them overnight I, if they're standing in water. They'd wilt them. Yeah, it wilt them. Yeah. But they, uh, zinnias will, are amazing, though. They'll dry out wilting, flattened, and then you water them, they perk up. And then, uh, of course, I not not very often I've seen them in the other direction. Yeah, yeah. But, uh, and they, once they establish, they can take pretty dry conditions. Yeah, they're they're not they're not a xeriscape plant though. They're a, no no. You, they look like it, and, and and sometimes you sometimes you don't people don't water them as much as they need. But it's a it's a once a week once they're established. It's a once a week generous watering kind of plant. It's yeah. not not as uh, certainly not as drought tolerant as vincas. No. Yeah. Uh, you got a blue bonnet question. Uh, my blue bonnet plants are covered with seeds. So am I. Oh, cool. Got a good seed crop this year. But uh, uh, a rain like we had last night at the wrong time could take them all. Oh, why? It'll rot them. Oh, does it make them pop? No, as long as the, the temperature, the weather is humid... The seed won't pop open, or the pod won't pop open. Okay. But the minute it is, the humidity gets low, they're going to pop when they're brown. So if they're brown, clip them now? Get them? Yeah. Okay. If they're completely brown. But that uh, would be, that makes it m- more important for the paper sacks and uh, not, you know, not six inches deep uh, so that, they're you know, you want to be the air movement through that. Those seed pods that yeah. you're waiting on. Yeah. Uh, Neil says, uh, you don't harvest them until they turn brown and rattle. And rally? Rattle. Rattle. Oh, oh rattle. Make yeah, shake your head a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Calvin. 
Uh, I don't know about the rattle. I don't either. Uh, <laughs> I don't think they rattle uh, before they pop. I was thinking uh, they're they're dry in there, and they could rattle if they didn't pop. But yeah, they'll pop when the humidity gets low. Because you think of any kind of uh, legume, rarely do they rattle before they right, break right. Now the poppies too. I was thinking that if they if they're rattling, they're they're ready to pop too. So, but yeah. anyway, every, every, everything's getting close. Yeah. Oh yeah. Well, it's it's in the ugly stage now. No. And uh, <laughs> the ugly stage lasts for maybe 30, 40 days, depending on the weather. And uh, before, but the pods ripen over a period of time. In other words, the first king blooms pods will ripen first. And that's what scares people. Uh, they'll pop first, too. But uh, you want to wait till uh, 40 to 50, about 40% of them are brown, totally brown. We had one of my volunteers uh, this week go out and try to find some, the yellow, ones that are turning yellow all the way. I don't think she found any brown ones, but uh, harvested those. now I, we never we never have done a study on how early you can harvest those seeds. We've we've just gone by the natural uh, maturing of the seed, which pods turn uh, yellow and then turn turn brown. So uh, it's best to wait that till they're real good yellow. If you have to get them early. And uh, if you're going to get them all at once, pull the whole plant at once, wait to 40% of them are brown. Yeah, you introduced me to that uh, picking the whole plant. And yeah. I think, and yeah. I think that gives you a little slack. It does. Because I've, I've, uh, I've taken to the now when I want to move or expand a bed, like the poppies, I'll, I'll pull, the, you know, maybe 30 or 40% of the pods of brown that I've feel pretty comfortable in pulling the whole plant and just laying it out where I want it or uh, of course if, if the seeds are open up you can just shake it out there and everything too. Right. but you get a um, pretty good response on, oh on yeah that. you can you know you can see exactly where you made a point to, to put to put the uh, the plants out there and that that makes up for our not knowing because you'll you'll have uh, dried pods brown, you'll have yellow pods, and you'll have uh, uh, green pods, and you can even have blooms on the, on the same plant. Larkspurs, especially when, when you pull it, yeah. yeah. So, uh, and I, like I said, we don't know how to harvest if 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 the harvest is green seed. Uh, will be good and germinate. So when you do it like you're talking about, the ones that are mature but yet green will go ahead and uh, uh, be there, pop and be there. So, uh, but anyway, uh, I don't know about that rattling. How many seeds do you get per pod? 
if you've watered them well and uh, taken care of them well, there'll be uh, five to six seed per pot. That's a good yield. Now, if it's a dry year uh, and they, they didn't get watered at the right time, sometimes you'll have one or two seed uh, per pot. Now, okay. if you got poppies... Yeah, you get 50 or 60 or maybe more even. Yeah. Those teeny little seeds, yeah. Oh, yeah. Have you tried to it. save your seeds yet or yours turning to? I, well, I'm debating. I'm, I'm, I know I'm going to uh, pick some plants and put them in areas where I want the, the bed to spread. And then I also, uh, during at some point during the ugly period, I can run the... Um, bush hog over the pods, and that'll distribute some of the oh, okay. seeds out there too. But uh, yeah, it's just you don't you don't have to get. Uh, sometimes people get a little fanatical, I think, on the seeds too. It's just like Jerry mentions. There's seven, eight different stages, and no nobody's exactly sure. And it may be different from plant to plant on which which ones will be volatile. I mean, which ones will. Uh, uh, germinate which ones won't so you can uh, that's the, the wildflowers generally have a lot of surplus seed too so you you just take an effort you wait as long as you can you usually end up with a pretty good response hey we got margie on the line at 210-308-8867 210-308-8867 margie welcome to millburgers gardening south texas how you doing today I'm doing great, thank you. I am out walking around, and I have, I think it's called a cardoon, or cardoon, in the um, artichoke family. It's like a, it's a big, big plant that has purple limbs when it blooms, and it's sitting, getting ready to bloom. You know what I'm talking about? No, purple what? Purple bloom. You have it, uh, yeah, but you, you called it purple what? Car- I think cardum? it's a cardoon. C-A-R-D-O-O-N. Oh. It's in the um, artichoke family. Oh, okay. I don't know it. No, I don't either. Okay. Oh, it's pretty. Okay, well, well, it is pretty. It looks, it's got that big, tall skin. Oh, yeah. Skin. Now it's starting to get some blooms on the top. It's got and a thistle leaf on it. Thistle yeah, bloomer. Exactly. You're right. A thistle bloom, but the leaf isn't. Spiky. It's right. Soft, you know it. Yeah. Well, on it right now, it seems to be coming a um, insect hatchery, and I have some bugs that look shape of a ladybug, but they're yellow and they have like little black spots on them. They're about the size of a ladybug. That's and cucumber beetle, isn't it? Is that is that uh, is that kind of a greenish yellow? No, it's yellow. It's a, a yellowish. I don't see any Pure green yellow. on it at all. And it's not. It's it's completely round, like a ladybug. Is not a little ex- no, rectangular. It's a little right. And I'm looking at some other ones that are more orange than yellow, but I don't see any green. Hmm. And I don't uh, know the, if I need to be worried about them. Well, I don't think I don't think with that plant you would have to be no. Even if it was okay. cucumber beetles, it wouldn't be a major problem. 
Okay. You could, uh, well, if if you worry about it, you could spray them with uh, an insecticide or either spinosad. Uh-huh. Spinosad product. Okay, yeah. good. Okay. And then the, other, the other thing that's on it, and I don't know how to tell the difference between a, the woolly um, oh, caterpillars. And yeah. I know some of them really sting you, and some of them don't hurt you. And there's a woolly one on this also. And that woolly caterpillar. Is it, bla- is it black or is it uh, brown? Uh, it's more black that goes down to like a brown on the, bod- on the body. But it's yeah. black out. But it's not a solid black. I don't. I don't think that's a stinging. I don't, an asp is what you're talking about. Okay, exactly. Uh, I don't want to touch I, that. I, I don't think it's that. Okay. But that, that's one way you can tell. Yeah, I don't want to do that. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. I'm not going to do that. Yeah, okay. Well, if they're if they're uh, obvious where, uh, where they are on the plant, you know, you can just put a pair of gloves on and. And collect them and throw them into a container to dispose of. That's probably uh-huh. better than spraying them. Now the uh, the other thing on your ladybug type plant too, if there's not a threat to the plant, you may just you may not want to just spray them for the sake of spraying. It might be you've got a couple of species. One of them might be one of the ladybugs. That's what I'm thinking. Yeah, I don't think because it doesn't. They're not. They don't seem to be eating anything. They don't seem to be yeah. bothering anybody. So I'll then that's not cucumber beetle. They... It's not. Yeah, so, so that yeah. Okay. So just let let them let them be. It, let sound, it, be. it sounds like it may, yeah. One of the uh, ladybugs can get there. Those uh, uh, in between pl- uh, forms. Yeah, yeah. aphids. Yeah, they can get pretty. Uh, Fierce and uh, do do a good job of uh, controlling other yeah other bugs that, like aphids. Right, that's what I'm thinking. So yeah, okay. I'll just leave them alone. Okay, just leave them alone. Uh, I think I think you need to test that caterpillar yeah. though. <laughs> Don't you do <laughs> I'll it? I'll bring it to you and you can test it. <laughs> yeah, that's good. Hey, bring it up yeah. here. We'll put it on Milton. No, we won't. There you go. <laughs> we used to get away with that in the old days. But yeah, now, yeah, it took me a few years, but I figured it out. Yeah, he's got all those <laughs> thrip scars here. <laughs> yeah, it's not the honor you said it was. <laughs> Thanks, yeah, Margie. Exactly. All right, thank you. Bye, Bye Mark. You take care. Thanks for calling. Bye-bye. All right, we're going we're to take a quick break. While we do, give us a call at 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867. More of Millburgers Gardening South Texas coming up live from Millburgers Landscape Nursery, 1604 on Boulevardy Road on 930 AM, The Answer. Hi, it's Milton Glick from Millburgers Landscape Nursery at 1604 on Boulevardy Road. One of the great things about San Antonio is this is a city that hummingbirds and butterflies love. Now, if you've always wanted to have a yard that butterflies and hummingbirds would come to throughout the year, well, then we've got an event for you at Millburgers. Saturday, May 11th, come on by Millburgers as they present Dr. Calvin Finch. He'll be conducting an open forum on planting your own butterfly garden. You can see Millburgers' own certified butterfly 
Butterfly Garden, and Calvin will explain the planning, planting, and the maintenance of a garden that attracts butterflies and nurtures an array of beautiful butterflies and other important pollinators like hummingbirds. It's going to be from 10.30 until noon, and then, of course, we have the show, but you can come during the show, and then from 2 to 3 o'clock. These are one-on-one consultations. Come when you can, and take advantage of this great opportunity. This is just some of the stuff that's happening at Millburgers. For more information, go to millburgernursery.com, millburgernursery.com. So, along with everything else you have to do day-to-day running your business, you're trying to manage your digital marketing and social media. It's a lot of heavy lifting. How can you compete? Well, first, lighten the load. Get in touch with Salem Surround. We take the mysteries of digital marketing off your shoulders and deliver customers so you can run your business. To compete in today's business world, you must utilize every digital marketing tool possible. But who has the time to research, learn, and access all the options? Our team at Salem Surround has the expertise to manage all your digital marketing under one roof. It's easy, and there's no heavy lifting. Get started with a free evaluation of your digital presence and some great ideas to increase your online visibility and revenue. There really are no limitations on how and where you can reach customers with Salem Surround. Total market penetration for increased ROI. Learn more at SurroundSanAntonio.com. SurroundSanAntonio.com. Connecting you with new customers. Hi, this is Michael Payne, General Manager of Salem Media Group. Election Day for the San Antonio Mayor and City Council races is Saturday. To help you learn about the mayoral candidates, Salem Media Group is pleased to present a series of brief Q&As. This time, our questions are for candidate Greg Brockhaus. Councilman... Why do you think so many citizens have grown so upset with the mayor and his vote to ban Chick-fil-A? That is a touchstone issue uh, that has come to define this council and this election race over the last 60 days. That is the biggest example of disconnect. When we voted and banned Chick-fil-A, and we did it with words that were wrong, that were hurtful, that were exclusionary, and we, we singled them out because the owner had a faith-based belief uh, and because they donate money to particular causes, and we banned them from the opportunity to do business with the city of San Antonio. It was a horrible precedent. And what I've seen over the last 45, 60 days with this, what people are upset about is that's not reflective of San Antonio values. We're a city built on faith. We're a city built on equality and inclusivity. Um, we respect everybody in our community. But unfortunately, that really drew the line. It was so anti what we stand for as a community. I think that's huge. And we can go far back as uh, things like a, a political convention that was banned from San Antonio because it was one particular uh, party, that we didn't want that political party here in San Antonio or any, any part of that. That was the decision done behind closed doors, by the way. Yet we voted to remove a political party from holding a convention here, a $250 million economic impact to our city. And we said no because it was a person of or people of a particular political affiliation. Thank you, Councilman Brockhouse, for answering our questions today. If you've not voted, please go vote as Election Day is Saturday. We all know that San Antonio is a great place to live and electing our city leaders is important to our future. Thanks for listening and God bless San Antonio, our elected leaders, and you. If you're growing tomatoes, plan to come to the Top Tomato Contest June the 8th at Millburgers. There are big prizes for cherry and small tomatoes, regular and large tomatoes, and the biggest tomato by weight. Plus, every participant will get a $10 gift certificate to be used that day at Millburgers. For more information and rules, go to MillburgerNursery.com. That's MillburgerNursery.com. 
Welcome back to Millburgers Gardening South Texas on 930 AM. The answer. Our phone number is 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867. Our location here is Millburgers at 1604 on Boulevardy Road where there are lots of folks out here getting all kinds of great things from shovels to uh, uh, looks like some peppers to zinnias, I think, and uh, all kinds of great items. So they got squash out here too. They do. Plants. Uh, you see them blooming out there. Oh, is that what that is? Yeah, the big tall plant. Yeah, with the it's kind of an orangish yellow. Yeah, bloom. that's a squash. Okay. Hmm. You're talking about the plumbagos. They got a huge um, section of plumbagos and some really nice pentas over there. Yeah. Too. Uh, Jerry, we we had a, somebody stop in earlier. Uh, what's your attitude on thinning apples? I'm a little. I was much more conservative than Trace and I were debating. He has a, had a four-in-one tree, and he had some groups of apples that uh, you know, big clusters, clusters. And I I was inclined to just have them leave. Leave them there until, because uh, I didn't think the tree was overwhelmed. But uh, now, if it was a peach tree, yeah. I would have had them thin them out. But I, on apples, they just seem like they. Uh, well, you you want to thin apples, but uh, if the, if the uh, if all the fruit is in cl- in a, a cluster, in other words, sometimes half the tree won't have any fruit. And the other half will have fruit. Uh, I think you told them the right thing on um, uh, on leaving, just leaving those clusters. Yeah, and this was a four-in-one tree, you know, where you got yeah different selections on there, and um, so it was kind of just kind How of. How many a, was in the cluster? Did he say four? Oh, yeah, that's no problem. Yeah, and there weren't. Uh, as far as I could tell, that was one one of the issues too. We, as far as I could tell, there weren't that many clusters. But, yeah, there you go. But uh, bit yeah. of a, I thought, I thought, suggested it was a bit of an experiment in to see how it's. Yeah. And, and it would make a difference. These, when they're uh, um, marble size, this is one thing. But when they're a little bigger, the, if the stems can't handle them, right, that'll be pretty obvious. You know, you can thin the blooms on an apple uh, with seven, seven to seven to spray. If you can, if you can get access. Uh, that's a that's an old commercial uh, deal. The, but that thins the bloom. That doesn't thin the fruit. But uh, I used to uh, kid Doctor Laura Shreve. Uh, used to be the horticulturist in uh, Uvalde. He's passed away now. But uh, he he used to take he used to love to take pictures of uh, of these dwarf apple trees, which you know we had in mm-hmm. up around Medina, the town of Medina, yeah. and and the hill country, the, the big Medina apple industry. Right, right. And he used to have a Medina apple festival. But anyway, the. Uh, uh, he used to love to take pictures of those dwarf trees, the dwarf-sized tree, loaded, I mean, with clusters of fruit hanging there. And I used to tell him, I said, Dr. Shreve, 
you know better than leave all those apples on that tree. I mean, you got a all you could see was apples, but he was excited about having apples. But when they're that thick on a dwarf tree, you need to thin them. Yeah, and sure would. enough, they ended up with small apples. Uh-huh. That is, uh, well, of course, that the apple industry uh, figured out that that wasn't going to work here. But, but the uh, even the uh, interest in dwarf apple trees is kind of oh yeah, it's kind of been reduced. Now it's just uh, not as uh, easy to grow them as it appeared at first. Absolutely. Uh, I was reading uh, Calvin's uh, Digging Now section, which hit close to home in today's paper. And uh, he says, The tall carrot-like weeds with white flower clusters are called beggar's lies because the sticky seed they produce, because of the sticky seed they produce. It is worth the effort to pull individual plants and discard them in the compost pile, especially if you have have uh, pets. And then he says, cutting cutting them down while the string mower is the next best strategy. Taking the action will reduce the amount of discomfort <laughs> discomfort they cause to your pets by getting the uh, getting caught in their hair. It also. Now, I, I've uh, I've got that problem big time in the backyard, but um, and I've got a, a miniature schnauzer that that bring those burrs in, and we mowed that carrot-like thing, carrot-like weed, beggar's life, uh, three times, and they're still sprouting still up from the ground. So I, I decided I was going to pull them out of the front yard. And they've got a long carrot yeah. uh, root on there. they got a tap root. But uh, the ones that have we, we mowed and have uh, spru- uh, sprouted new sprouts are hard to pull up, harder to pull up than the, than the tall ones. Because I guess you can't get a good hold on them. But I pulled them out of my front yard. I only had about fifty or sixty, and uh, and I, I I never I never have tried to spray them because uh, they're in my St. Augustine grass. But I you you could use a spray herbicide, but I don't think that works very well on beggars. They, they've got that uh, small leaf surface. Yeah, yeah, almost uh, like asparagus. And then the the other the other issue that uh, mine are in the middle of my poppies and coreopsis. Oh, yeah. And in the larkspurs. And then they're also, uh, you know, there's uh, climbing roses that they're, they're, they're everywhere entwined in the, all the plants that you're trying to... Yeah. Get save, uh, save, and so this has just been a, an exceptional year for uh, those kind of yeah. winter weeds uh, between I, bed straw and yeah. beggar's lice. The problem with malt cutting them off is they re-sprout and they bloom immediately. They have, you know, you're trying to get rid of the seed head before they bloom and make seed. 
And uh, these little ones that you've cut off several times immediately bloom. And uh, so you you probably pulling them is is yeah. You, you think if you, you think just, they're reading you just our, got a few. If you think they're reading our articles too, it's a, it's a, yeah. But yeah, it's amazing uh, the plant, and they get uh, it's very frustrating if you're trying to keep those uh, dogs and cats. Oh yeah, terrible. Shipped up there, yeah, very hard to. They they kind of look. You get that brush out, and the dogs disappear. <laughs> now, I'm doing an experiment in the backyard where I've got thousands of these things. Yeah. Um, I'm letting them. We molded three times, and now the the beggar's lice is about uh, three feet tall. And uh, so I'm letting, letting them produce seed, uh, letting them go to bloom, and then we're going to mow them while they're tall. And hopefully they they won't come back and produce seed before the hot weather comes. Yeah, I don't, I don't, that, that's basically saying that's about all we can do uh-huh. now yeah, in the backyard. We're running out of strategies, or tactics. To, yeah, to, to fight the battle. But I pulled them in the front yard, and I think uh, it it was good exercise. The neat, <laughs> neat thing about pulling them is you can just pull the plant up. And lay it right where you pulled it up. You don't have to gather them up and, and disperse them. And uh, and that plant will completely dry up and almost blow away by the next day. So they die They die quick once you pull them up. Huh. But anyway. Yeah, he doesn't have the same affection for the beggar's lice that he does for horse herb, does he? No. The no. horse herb is... Is growing strong now. Yeah, but, yeah. But it's a little yeah, more. Yeah, it sure has. It's a little more orderly. Yeah, just kind of. Well, this it's a typical pattern for it. <laughs> it disappeared with those freezes, and suddenly it's everywhere again now. Yeah. <laughs> I had I had a horse. People have heard me talk about having a horse herb in in the lower backyard in my lower level, and uh, I was looking the other day when I was pulling those weeds up, and now I've got. Horse herb in the front yard, and horse herb uh, up near the patio. So uh, somewhere Evelyn is it, laughing it, at you. It's it's moved on me, uh-huh. which is a wonderful idea, wonderful thing. So I just may let horse herb take the whole yard. Oh my gosh, I've seen yards like that. <laughs> they look nice. <laughs> oh and, uh, yeah, they and the black swallowtails will celebrate. Yeah, they yeah, like them. I was looking at Calvin's article here. And he says it's time to fertilize the lawn, Milton. Oh, good. And uh, take advantage of the, you know, we recommend 1959. That's a good, works well, uh, an efficient source of nitrogen. And, and it's even more efficient because uh, here at Milburgers it's on sale. Absolutely. Yep. Uh, let's see. So, a 40 pound bag. 40-pound bag covers 7,600 square feet. How much was it? Regularly $30. $29.99. $29.99. On sale for $19.88. Yep. And it works great for your vegetable garden and your flower garden. Uh, All all of your uh, landscape uses, too. So take advantage of the sale and get, get, get the supply for the year. 
that you need, and uh, you'll have it at a good price. And Calvin says it's not necessary if you fertilize now. It's not necessary to fertilize again until fall. That's the, that's the the plan we came up with. The recommended. Now there's some exceptions to that. If you've got a Bermuda grass, uh, a lot of traffic or athletic yeah. field or something, they fertilize more than that. But uh, generally, we're, we're not trying to maximize hay production. We're trying to have a nice colored, drought tolerant lawn. And not have not to uh, have to mow too often. Yeah, and uh, so that fertilizer in about May first, and then again in October first, does a really pretty good job of doing getting that done. It'll do it. And then he talks about mowing frequently, as to have, so you won't move, remove one third of the grass blade. And uh, he talks about different kinds of... It, it, this is in today's paper, Section C, my essay. And he talked about uh, different kinds of grass, how high to mow them and things like that. St. Augustine is uh, uh, three, and a, three and a half inches for St. Augustine, two inches for zoysia grass, and one and a half inch for Bermuda grass. Uh, and then and then he says he mentions buffalo grass. I don't oh, know okay. why, but he says buffalo grass should be mowed infrequently, at five inches tall. That's Leave it five inches tall. As a ground cover, basically. It 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 does not make a dense sod, and if it is mowed shorter, now listen to this, those of you who have bu- buffalo grass. If mowed shorter than five inches, it will end up dominated by a better selection of weeds and Bermuda grass. In other words, the weeds look better than the Georgia grass, uh, the buffalo grass. Did you have a question? Can we ask it on the air? Cool. Here, grab the mic. You'll be on the air. These guys will be able to help you. Can you uh, there you go. Oh, she got brought us something. Yeah, I did. Here, you give it. There you go. Speaking of a hay field. Is huh? that something to eat? Uh, <laughs> oh, no. Grab the mic there. Yep. What you got? All right, so my question is, this is what's growing in my backyard uh-huh. with St. Augustine. And is it some form of grass? Yes, Bermuda grass. So if I cut my this real short and put St. Augustine on top of it, will it kill it? Nope. How do I get rid of it? Well, you can. Yeah, there's really the 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 general formula is that you <laughs> that you grow you mow it tall, and then the San Augustine wins the wins the battle because it has shade color. But it never completely you never completely get rid of the Bermuda grass. So if you mow low, that's the ideal for the Bermuda grass uh, San Augustine. So I want to mow it tall. At all uh, time. Yeah. And if there's uh if there's shade, um now if you got you know, you got plenty of water and you manage the San Augustine grass, then then it generally dominates. Okay. But it's it's uh it's yeah. uh, <laughs> that's 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 the uh, you know, we talk about 
this is not an ideal place to grow a lawn. And all of a sudden, it's just taken off in the last two summers, and it's driving me nuts. Um, how how low have you been mowing your San Augustine? Just so so. Is that right? Three and a half inches. Okay, yeah. yeah. Where is that? Where is that growing in the in the bare spots? In the backyard, just kind of in with the St. Augustine. Yeah. Well, I, I think I think the St. Augustine, as the summer progresses, it gets more dominant if you can water it, and uh, and you won't notice the Bermuda grass in there as much. Oh, I just don't like it. All right. How, so. how big? How big are the spots? Well, I just dug up a big spot where I tore up the dirt, and it was just all dirt, and then I fertilized the dirt, and I bought a bunch of uh, St. Augustine and laid it. That's and that's doing really well. But now there's another big spot where this is nice, fresh, and green. How big is the spot? Uh, at least 15, 20 pieces of theirs. Okay. So I was thinking about just doing the same thing as just digging it all up and laying... It down fresh again. If yeah, rather than digging it up, you could spray it with uh, glyphosate herbicide. The, kill the Bermuda. To... See what he's talking about is you. As long as it's almost completely Bermuda anyway, you kill it, and then that gets the roots too. And then you put your San Augustine in there, and it's got a fresh start. Why do you think the the, the spots are dying where the where the Bermuda gets in there? Yeah. Well, no spots are really dying where the Bermuda is. This is just taking over. I, I know, but usually the San Augustine grass would be thick and dominant. Right, right. And yeah. it has been for so many years, and then just in the last two years, this is kind of... So do you think I need to like, like lay soil on top of the grass? No. Like that? No. It'll no. come through concrete. Uh. has no advantage. <laughs> what, you're do- what you're doing is not a bad strategy. I just, but with Jerry's suggestion, that, that'll get, that'll give you more of an advantage because it'll take care yeah, of the roots. The well, I was just wondering why uh, San Augustine was not, why there were bare spots there. I don't know. I, I really don't know. It's not, is it? It's not overshaded. It gets plenty of sunlight. It gets plenty of water. My water bill in the summertime is skyrocketed, uh-huh. so. It's not like I'm not watering Yeah, this it. Bermuda grass doesn't like shade, so... And this is plumb in the sun. Yeah, that's that's what it... Now, have you have you aerated or anything in recent years? No. You might, you might want to look at that. I don't know if it, you want to do it still this year, but the next February, aeration and top dressing. Uh, San Augustine grass responds pretty well to that. you irrigation? What do you mean by that? Um... Yeah, aeration. Put a bunch of holes. Yeah, yeah. It digs a pool. Yeah, and then it, uh, and then you the little, the compost filters in there and that, but mowing high, and watering high, watering, well, and then choke you know, this out. Yeah, it'll kind of it never wins the battle completely, but it does a pretty fair job of okay, being I'll, dominant. I'll that. And what was the name of the killer? Glyphosate or glyphosate? Gly- or Roundup. Well, Roundup. Roundup or Knockout. Roundup or Knockout. All right. Thanks, Greg. Let's get the simple Roundup, not... They've got all kinds of uh, complex formulas, but... But the Roundup won't kill the St. Augustine? It will. That's that's why Jerry was wondering why... Oh, it's a big patch, so I wouldn't... wouldn't, But little Augustine's there, I wouldn't bother me. 
And the San Augustine grows really fast, yeah. too. Once yeah. 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 yeah, what I just bought 30 pieces two weeks ago is doing great. Good. Yeah. Yeah. That's, right. better. That's that. better than digging it. Yeah. yeah, yeah, but I'll do that, too, because I'm mostly deep. <laughs> Good luck. So what's going on, Trace? Oh, whoops, so she it's had It's over there. Thank you. Ow, that's going to hurt. Well, this rain's brought a lot of excitement for grass. So, oh, uh, good. We've been moving through a lot of grass. Uh, we did. We do have some uh, emerald zoysia, just for people that Ooh. are interested. Uh, we had a cancellation, and it's beautiful. So we've got a, an extra pile of that, that. That's uh, that's what I had on my house at uh, West Villages of West Creek. That was out there. Yeah, I've had the favorite. Yeah. So you three brains want to get together and answer her question? Sure. Can we ask it on the air? Okay, come over, grab the mic. You'll have three knowledgeable folks to help you. Three knowledgeable folks to help you. And then we'll pretend we don't, our phones aren't working if we get a, the questions too hard. Okay. Go ahead. I uh, planted some, a plant that has a bat face. I don't remember bat the name of it. It's red. Cupia. It red and purple. A really cute bat face. But it's not coming up at all. I mean, I even, I have not even a. You know, even a root. It's, I don't know if they're coming back. I don't know whether to buy some more. I don't know if it's too early for them. If you haven't seen it by now, it's probably not happening. I don't have one leaf. Oh. Not even. I any. would buy a new one. They get. They can be a little sensitive to freeze. They did, did freeze all the way back, but I thought they'd come back like plumbago does. But my plumbago hasn't come back yeah. either, so I'm going to. Ah. Going to replant those. Okay. Well, the plumbago's, on, the plumbago's on special right now, so that's a good yeah, deal that's on that. Yeah, that's fine. And the bat-faced kufia is one aisle past the hug me tree. What's it called again? Bat-faced kufia. Kufia. Okay, thanks. And it's over here? Um, yes, ma'am. We actually pointed right at it. But your, your bat-faced kufia is all, always kind of late in the spring. But like Trace says, if it's not up by now. Yeah. It should be up. Cool. All right. Good luck. Let's, uh, do we have time to take a quick break, or you want to? Sure. Okay. We're going to take a quick break. While we do, give us a call at 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867. We'll talk to Trace when we get back on Millburgers Gardening, South Texas, on 930 AM, The Answer. Hi, it's Milton Glick from Millburgers Landscape Nursery at 1604 on Boulevard Road. One of the great things about San Antonio is this is a city that hummingbirds and butterflies love. Now, if you've always wanted to have a yard that butterflies and hummingbirds would come to throughout the year, well, then we've got an event for you at Millburgers. Saturday, May 11th, come on by Millburgers as they present Dr. Calvin Finch. He'll be conducting an open forum on planting your own butterfly garden. You can see Millburgers' own certified butterfly garden and Calvin will explain the planning, planting and the maintenance of a garden that attracts butterflies and nurtures an array of beautiful butterflies and other important pollinators like hummingbirds. It's going to be from 10:30 until noon and then of course we have the show but you can come during the show and then from 2 to 3 o'clock. These are one-on-one consultations. Come when you can and 
take advantage of this great opportunity. This is just some of the stuff that's happening at Millburgers. For more information, go to millburgernursery.com, millburgernursery.com. Hi, this is Michael Payne, General Manager of Salem Media Group. Election Day for the San Antonio Mayor and City Council races is Saturday. To help you learn about them, Salem Media Group is pleased to present a series of brief Q&As with the mayoral candidates. This time, our questions are for mayoral candidate Matt Pena. Matt, you've criticized Mayor Nirenberg, saying he needs to be more open. Can you help us better understand your thoughts on our current mayor and council? Part of my frustration with the city council about how they've been operating, I've seen many voices that have gone unheard and unanswered whenever they've approached city council. Really, they ignored the voice of the people. You've been critical of Mayor Nirenberg's vote to ban Chick-fil-A from the airport. Were the mayor and council right in voting to ban Chick-fil-A and why? Frankly put, no, they were not right. Because you have to have wisdom to kind of look at this whole picture. What does this really mean? What are you doing? Uh, frankly, no, the, the city council needs to change its decision on that. Property tax relief seems to be a major concern among many voters. What would you do to control ever-increasing taxes? For me right now, I think people are screaming for property tax relief. And so I would like to have a freeze on all Pumstead property taxes. I think we, we freeze it at the time of sale. And then when it resells, we reevaluate it for the market. Thank you to candidate Matt Pena for answering our questions. If you've not voted, please go vote as Election Day is Saturday. Be listening for more Q&A from mayoral candidates. God bless San Antonio, our city leaders, and you. There's a lot going on right now, and broadcasters are on the ground covering all of it, bringing you the weather, the traffic, and breaking news, all while entertaining you 24 hours a day. Someone needs to tell you what's going on around the world and in our hometowns, and that someone is us. We are free radio. We are always there. We are broadcasters. Visit wearebroadcasters.com or text radio to 52886 to learn more. Furnished by NAB and this station. If you're growing tomatoes, plan to come to the Top Tomato Contest June the 8th at Millburgers. There are big prizes for cherry and small tomatoes, regular and large tomatoes, and the biggest tomato by weight. Plus, every participant will get a $10 gift certificate to be used that day at Millburgers. For more information and rules, go to MillburgerNursery.com. That's MillburgerNursery.com. And welcome back to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas on 930 AM, The Answer. A big thanks to Ann for coming over and talking to us about the uh, 22nd Annual Festival of Flowers. There's a new location. It's off the Austin Highway Event Center, which is 1948 Austin Highway, 1948 Austin Highway, between on Austin Highway between Eisenhower and Walsham, um, away from Loop 410. Uh, and you'll see it, but there's lots of parking. It's a good layout, uh, and there's all the things that you've come to to know and love about Festival of Flowers. If you don't know about Festival of Flowers, it is a premier gardening uh, event in San Antonio, focusing on gardening, uh, tools, gardening equipment, things to enhance the garden. Lots of different vendors in the indoor. Um, well, I will. I'll mention that in a second. I'll let you mention it. No. Okay. Um, <laughs> Met lots of different vendors uh, in the indoor garden mall, ranging from uh, commercial vendors to uh, gardening volunteers of South Texas and and different organizations that do stuff. They've got a great list of seminars starting at 10 o'clock, hosted by Millburgers Landscape Nursery. Uh, the uh, Day of Gardening Know-How includes uh, 
plan it, plant it, and grow it. A lively panel discussion on planning a garden space, planting selections, and information on growing and maintaining it. Um, I didn't know it's going to be lively. I think is Jerry part of it. He is <laughs> part of it. Yes. Then we know it's going to be lively. Jerry, Calvin, and Mark Peterson are all part of it. Oh, yeah. Why good soil matters, taught by um, Andy Chidester, uh with uh, 20 years' experience in organic gardening products. Vegetable gardening in four seasons by David Rodriguez from noon to one. One to two is essential herbs and spices for the San Antonio kitchen. And two to three is when good gardens go bad. And that's got the woman that you were uh, talking about, that you were so uh, excited about. Yeah. uh, Judy Barnett. Yeah. So uh, all that, plus uh, we've mentioned some of the other things. Citywide Plant Exchange, Daylily Show, Floral Design Challenge, the Conservation Station put on uh, as the co-host of with Saws, and uh, lots of great stuff too. So uh, make sure it's on your calendar for August. Sorry for August for May twenty fifth, <laughs> uh, nine to five. Admission seven dollars for adults. Uh, children under ten is are free. Parking is free. But Jerry, where could they save a dollar on that admission for adults? He went to sleep. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> well, I'll tell you where. Where? Uh, the Milberger uh, Newsletter. Yeah, the Milberger. Uh, thank you. I, I keep wanting to say MilbergerPlantAnswers.com <laughs> newsletter. But, yeah, the Milberger uh, Newsletter, you'll save a dollar, and that's here at Milberger's. They can come get that yep, and save it. a buck. The newsletter. Yeah, the newsletter. Cool. So you're telling me this isn't like the ones in the Alamo Dome is what you're telling me. That is correct. Well, this, this is, has lots of plants. No, uh-huh. I'll, no hot tubs or combination windows, probably. Probably no mops, no, no rubber yeah. brooms. Exactly. Right. I, I offered to sit in a hot tub with a skimpy bathing suit on. We, they want people but, to go, Jerry. Uh, <laughs> oh. They will go. They'll <laughs> go from the. Yeah. Hey, uh, well, let's, turn me down. let's uh, help Ted out. Oh, for more information, safestivaloflowers.com. safestivaloflowers.com. Ted is on the line. Let's see if we can help him out. At two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. What's going on, Ted? How can we help you? Hi, thank you for taking my call. Um, I have a large live oak in my front yard that is lifting up my driveway. Is there anything I can do to stop that without killing the tree? It's a live oak, you say? Yes. Have you had a um, Have you had an arborist look at it? Well, no. You, uh, they're they're pretty. That 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 is the species that you want if you have to uh, do some alteration because they are, they can tolerate quite a bit. Uh, if if the root system is right, the location of it, you could cut that that one or two main roots that are are doing the lifting up and then. Uh, and not have it hurt the tree, but you need somebody to look at that and make that d- determination. How, how old is the tree? Real old? Oh, gosh. I have no idea how old the tree was. It, it was there when I built the house. So, Oh, um, okay. Yeah. So it's a big old tree. <laughs> Pretty big, between, about 18 uh, inches, I guess, at the base. Okay. How close to the, is it uh, the trunk right close to the driveway? It's about four feet. And uh, so, what 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 portion of the diameter of the root system you, th- you think that, that I guess that would be a pretty 
Yeah. Now, you, when you've seen what live oaks go through and are put up with and tolerated, you you have a tendency to be pretty optimistic that you can yeah. you can uh, uh, go ahead and cut those roots out of there. How how old, how long has the driveway been there? It's been there about 15 years. Okay. When you made the driveway with a with an oak with a live oak that close to the driveway, four feet, you cut most of the roots on that side of the tree. So uh, that pretty well tells us that uh, the majority of the roots are going the other way, other side of the tree. And so I I just go ahead and uh, dig that uh, invading root up and cut it off. If I can find it, I'll sure try. You can find it. Uh, look where they're where the place is lifting. Where the peak is, huh? Yeah, where the peak is lifting. But yeah, you you want to make sure you have a plan. In, in mind when you start digging and everything and uh, cutting so you don't have to you know you want to do it do it right the first time I'm with Calvin I think you need to get somebody from uh, from one of the tree services out there Bartlett or Davies one of those guys they they do that quite often and they uh, are fast and pretty efficient efficient and uh, they they would know I mean uh, they would they would be able to tell you the how much danger the tree is in, and I, I suspect okay. it's not going to be much, just like Jerry said. Well, I'd rather pay somebody to do it than try to do that myself, so I'll give that a shot. Okay, fine, yeah, see if there's an arborist that works your neighborhood that is well-trusted, or go to, you know, Bartlett, or... I'd get a state certified, so Bartlett or Davies have a lot of state Who's our, who's the uh, tree maintenance services, uh, can't remember his name anymore. Ed, Ed Edder. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah there's, a, there's a number of good companies that uh, have good reputations. So. Okay. All right. Good I luck. appreciate answering my question. You bet. Thanks for calling, man. All right. Bye. That'll free up a line. Uh, 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867. So, Trace, uh, we still have a little time before we have to say goodbye for today. What else do you want to bring up? Uh, well, the, we could do the plant of the weekend again. Okay. What so, was it called? Uh, Gara. Gara. So, uh, so nickname is Whirling Butterfly. The one that I brought up here sample-wise is a, a uh, we'll, we'll go A&M color for the buds. Mm-hmm. But the rest of it's a very dark pink. And uh, it's a beautiful perennial uh, butterfly attracting as well as uh, a gorgeous color on the flower. And we do have a light pink in stock as well. Good. What, what color is this one that you brought up here? Dark pink is what the tag says. Oh, yeah, we got to go by the tag. I think it's maroon. Yeah, the tag says no. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, great, great perennial uh, should be in in most uh, in most good landscapes. It, it's got a place for it there, especially if you're trying to attract butterflies. Yeah, yeah and it's it in the butterfly the certified butterfly garden. Calvin said. Oh well, well, yeah. Once yeah. it gets established, it's fair, fairly drought off. Oh yeah, yeah. That's it's in a lot of xeriscape plants, and we think it's deer plants. resistant. Yeah, if anybody has different information on that, let us know. Yeah, and uh, real quick, what will Calvin be doing here next Saturday? Uh, doing a butterfly hummingbird seminar. 
Yeah, yeah we'll be uh, well, just taking questions. It's actually from ten to ten thirty to three. I'll be answering questions. So it's not, we, not really a seminar. It's you know. We've got right, the advantage of having this one. Yeah. certified butterfly garden here to to see exactly what we're talking about. All right, so uh, put it on your calendar for more information. Though go to millburgernursery.com. We'll be back here tomorrow answering your questions. So come on by and visit with us, or give us a call and be a part of the show. Thanks to the guys doing a great job. Uh, thanks to Al back at the station, uh, keeping us all in the air and uh, getting those calls on the air too. I'm Milton Glick. We'll see you tomorrow back here at Millburgers at 1604 on Boulevard Road, and of course you'll hear us on 9:30 a.m. The Answer. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.